This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can contact us at info at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Geekscapists, welcome to our brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, strap yourselves in for some pop culture talk. We'll be talking, let's see, uh, maybe some landing on Mars that happened this past week. Uh, We did talk about the Nintendo Direct last week, and uh, our predictions were all of wrong. And I think we'll be mentioning a little bit of WandaVision, because why not? But don't worry, if you haven't caught up, we'll save that conversation for the end of the show so you can dip out so you don't get spoiled. But really, like, you should be watching because the internet is a dangerous place and it will spoil things for you. I want to just say hello to everybody. Uh, If you're watching this live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or Periscope, you'd be that one person. Um, I know Big Yanks is watching on YouTube right now. He said, hola, mi gente, all the way from New York. That's Big Yanks, who we talked about last week on the show because he multiplied like a gremlin in the rain. Uh, yes, he had a baby, little uh, Phoenix. That's uh, the new edition of the Geekscape Network is uh, is is Big Yanks' little baby. And uh, we love to see the Geekscape family expanding. Oh, wait, hold on. This just in. I'm listening to this. Uh, oh, it turns out Matt Kelly just gave Big Yanks' toddler uh, or infant a show. So that'll be coming soon to the Geekscape Network. Is a brand new show hosted by um, Big Yanks' Uh, like three day old. Uh, so Matt, you know, he's scooping him up. 
the second that, that, that they can make sounds, Matt's giving them a freaking podcast on the network. You know, that's just kind of what he does. Uh, congrats to you, Big Yanks, and congrats to your infant son for now having a, a, a new show on the Geekscape Network. Speaking of shows on the Geekscape Network, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, we got Maria Maloney. She's the host of I Love Trash. It's a brand new Geekscape show. Uh, and if y'all don't know anything about Marie and you're like, I don't know whether or not to subscribe to I Love Trash. Uh, she and our good friend Robert Bacon, who uh, hosts another show here at Geekscape, they were uh, the hosts of a podcast called Adam Sandler, Please Stop, where they went through every product Adam Sandler's ever made, you know, his skits, his CDs, his movies, his TV shows. Did you do TV shows? I don't know. But uh, they said, hey, man, maybe uh, you, you should stop. Uh, but he's not going to stop. So I hope that they come back and do specials every time Adam Sandler uh, makes a product. All right. A lot of love coming in for Big Yanks. People in the chat saying, congrats. Derek saying, baby Yanks. Uh, and oh, great. Matt says, get to work. Okay. So look, look forward to that show. Uh, baby Yanks and friends on the Geekscape Network. That's not a real show. Uh, but I do have a real show now to do. And I can't really do that show without my hilarious coworker and co host and the mostest. She's the hostess. That's it. Uh, that's Katie. Hey. <laughs> Come save me from my run on. You're fine, dude. You're fine. No, I just wanted to say that my pitch for Baby Yanks is uh, pulling pranks with Baby Yanks. I think a baby Ooh. prank show is what we need to have, um, especially podcast style, because seeing pranks is one thing, but hearing about pranks, it's another. So pulling pranks with Baby Yanks. That's my pitch. Um, Matt Kelly, get on it. Would you be willing to co-host <laughs> that show with Baby Yanks? Oh man, you know I'm going to have to do all the talking in that show. That kid does not talk yet. Good lord. Also, did I just hear you say the most heinous word in the world in reference to Adam Sandler? Yeah, he does skits. I hate yeah. that word and yeah. you know it. It Skits is short for Skittles. I'm sure he eats Skits. Okay, skittles. yeah. Uh, maybe if you do the baby show, you and the baby could do Skits together. <laughs> I perform, hate you so much. Skits. And, uh, yeah, think about it. I mean, Matt Kelly's onto something uh, here. He says, you know what? Let's not sell it short. There was young Sheldon. There was young Rock. And there's young Yanks. And a lot of people don't know this, but there was also everybody hates Chris about there Chris Rock as a mm-hmm. as a kid, and here we had a uh, it almost saw the light of day, but a, a, um, there was a podcast called Everybody Hates Matt Kelly, uh, but that's <laughs> that's less a that's more of like a text thread, really. That's that's not really inside baseball. <laughs> yeah, it, Matt Kelly's not even on that text thread. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it's not even that. a show. It's just a text thread. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a text thread. Yeah, which which. I renamed because it used to be called Ways to Kill Matt Kelly. And I've realized oh. that that might become evidence at some point if anything were to happen. <laughs> Times in Kelly land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? We do have a lot to be grateful for, for our good friend, Matt Kelly. He's expanded the network. He is head of content. Did you know that? He's the self-proclaimed head I've of content. Heard. Here I have heard. Network. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And yeah. one piece of content was this brand new podcast, I Love Trash. Marie Maloney is hilarious. She's the host S host i don't i don't know what her pronouns are when it comes down to it i don't know let's ask her that's fair yeah that's fair i don't want to be like hey i know assumption Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right i'm calling you fucking battle cat i don't know (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know what she wants to be called. I don't know. That is a great her. pronoun. I want to be Battle Cat now. <laughs> You're Battle Cat. I'm Cringer. I think that's the way it works. We're two sides <laughs> of the same coin here on Geekscape. We're going down this river of crap together with no oars. All right, here we go. Here come the falls. Now, actually, here comes Marie Maloney. Geekscape is put your hands together in your car. Keep your hands on the wheel, damn it, if you're listening to this in the car. But here's Marie Maloney. Uh, Marie, how are you? Hi, it's great <laughs> to be here. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and trash bin. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, wow. Wowzers. Uh, I do have to, I have to ask you, Marie, I know that you do comedy as well, mostly in the Chicago area, but what is your opinion on the word skit? I hate it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did it. Uh, I mean, I did a lot of um, improv and sketch comedy, and um, sketch is the operative word. And skit is something you do like in your parents' basement uh, with like a bunch of costume, like yeah. you know, kids' costume. So, so now <laughs> my next my next question is: What's the difference between that bullshit and what I got dragged to do when I first moved to LA and everybody took a fucking US, UCB class? Oh yeah, I was gonna different? say, were you at the Groundlings or something? <laughs> Honestly, what is the difference between these unfunny a-holes in their UCB opening class, class one, and me dra- getting dragged to like their freaking parents' basement so they can do a bunch of wacky accents? There's Does no. That, to be that, fair, go for it, Jonathan. Go for it. Um, so I totally believe you that uh, what you saw was shit, but um, <laughs> but uh, sketch is like written down and takes more forethought than like a skit, which is just like. We're yeah, at a we're at a campground and the counselors are putting some sheets on their head and doing something silly yeah. for the campers. I'm gonna you go know? ahead and call ma- the majority of stuff that goes down at UCB and the Groundlings uh, skit comedy. Damn. If, if oh. that's, if, I mean, if that if that's the standard that we're doing, that we it London be, has drawn his line. I it get it. Be, it doesn't have to be written down, and for the most part, it's not funny. Yeah, it's gonna be called skit comedy from now on. There's the go. It's thrown. <laughs> just oh. all of it just goes through yeah. my body like Welcome. gross chills. I hope so much great. of LA uh, is mad at you. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Most you know of Los Feliz is mad at you right now. The good news right. is they have the Greyhound bus back to rural Indiana to think about what they did. Okay? Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah. Good luck. Good Don't worry. They've, they've had the entire pandemic to think about that. Listen, and I, I might speak for all people who have spent way too much money in Los Angeles by training, but that that I would call that academia. Skits are what you do when you learn about the food groups in your like yes. elementary school classes. And sketches are time-honored, hard work, bullshit pieces that make fun of something or are poignant or just really stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me and Baby Yank are going to do a sketch show called Yank TV. Uh, I love it. Baby Yank is just going to be yeah. a prop <laughs> in every sketch okay. I write. Um, sure. So sometimes he can be a football or, uh, you know, sometimes he's, um, I don't know, a, a little seedling. I'm... Oh, Okay, oh, I like this. This is getting dangerous. <laughs> this is getting real I like aggressive. The, I like the essence of danger that you bring to the show here, Marie. Is, you're like wild. I've got mad ideas for me and Baby Yank. Uh, <laughs> I love the idea of doing an entire sketch show with a baby as one of the actors that can only work for like two to like three hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, my purse is crying. <laughs> Still funnier than most of the. Uh, first classes at UCB. Uh, Damn. Well, so, I mean, yeah, they're first time doing improv, but anyway, keep going. Sorry. Matt, we don't Kelly, have to... Matt Kelly has a question for you, Marie. Uh, 
True or false? The tracks on Adam Sandler's CDs are definitely skits, not sketches. Uh, I, I'd say a lot of them are skits because <sighs> some of his um, early, like stand-up, uh, the, like the stuff that he recorded <laughs> onto mm-hmm. like a CD or cassette uh, and released and like got a Grammy nomination for or whatever. Um, those are bad, and I would say they're skits and not sketches. Okay, so, uh, can I now say that the majority of the stuff that I've seen here in Los Angeles on a stage is a skit? Then uh, fine, yeah. <laughs> there have been some fucking swing in a misses, and this episode might be one of them too. Y'all might be watching like, hey, I love this skit podcast. Yeah, but maybe you're <laughs> like this. <laughs> this YouTube video is a skit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is a funny skit that we're doing here on Geekscape. Uh, Marie, tell me. This I love trash. Are you enjoying doing the podcast, the Geekscape Network? It's your first podcast. The yes, this Network. is my first podcast on Geekscape. It's my first podcast that I'm kind of just like doing solo. Uh, and it's fun. Basically, I celebrate and eviscerate trash content, whether it's uh, reality shows or Hallmark movies or just really bad Netflix movies. Uh, anything <laughs> and everything can be trash. And just because it's trash doesn't mean we can't love it, you know? Okay, so what are some of the, like, gems? Because when it comes to bad cinema and, like, those VHS tapes that I definitely have in storage, (laughs) I definitely have, like, my go-tos. Like, hey, y'all have to watch, like, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. You've got to have to watch Deadly Prey. You're going to have to watch some of these pieces of shit movies. What are some gems in your collection? Or maybe in some upcoming episodes that you're like, you know what? We did a deep dive on blank, and that was painful. We made it out, and we're stronger for it. So I would say um, like the gateway drug uh, or the gateway movie into bad movies is The Room. Of course. Which is like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's such a classic. Um, Some of my favorites, there's a movie called Birdemic, which is (laughs) kind of. You're just listening listening things done by old Geekscape guests at this point. (laughs) (laughs) back in the feed long enough you'll see timer wiseau you know that he came to the house and did that episode and then uh so he knew where you lived yeah well yeah he knows where i lived and now uh, and and of course greg sestero was on an episode i think uh two years ago he was that's that's amazing Uh, uh, if we if we want more uh geekscape synergy uh and i may i'd like to tell a story about the time that uh, Robert Bacon and I saw a live screening of The Room uh, here in Chicago. And um, it was at a really old theater called The Music Box, which is like, uh, oh, it's like yeah. old timey. It has like beautiful, like, it's like set up in like the old timey way. They have like a little organ that plays before. It's really cool. Um, but afterward, we stood in line to just like take a picture with them. And um, Tommy was so fucking hated bacon <laughs> he wouldn't let bacon stand near him he he like what? made him go the furthest away in the photo and then he like hung really tight to me in the picture now are we sure that was a, a bacon thing or was it that he was just like hey pretty lady i think it's part like hey pretty lady like <laughs> uh and then also um this doesn't come across in uh, his Twitch or whatever, but Bacon is so tall and <laughs> he's just a large man. And I don't think Tommy liked that. <laughs> he did not like that aesthetic. He didn't want to be like uh, dwarfed. 
dwarfed in the photo and he just like did not like bacon's vibe or energy at all it was so very bacon was taking away from his sense of manliness i guess i really should like find the photo and like, I, I can't, I can't wait goodness. to see him like grabbing you and then just like da- daggers at bacon <laughs> yeah it's, so, it's such a funny photo. also this is like i mean it's like bacon and i 10 years ago so for me it's like 20 pounds ago <laughs> and for him too probably in which just, like, us, like so like little and like bright-eyed and just like oh. having seen such a fun fun in movie pounds up or uh, pounds down pounds down <laughs> okay all right i don't, I don't know we were much thinner and younger and hotter back then Right. Well, aren't we all? If Geekscapists want to right? subscribe to the I Love Trash podcast, like what what do they have on the feed so far? You had Matt Kelly on an episode, and uh, yeah, so did he... you just review Matt Kelly, or was there an actual <laughs> of, what 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 I do? Reviewed Princess Switched Two, Switched Again. What on Netflix? <laughs> what is this? Why is there a part two? <laughs> it's a part two, and there's a three way switch. Wow. In the second one or the third one? In the second. In the second Wait. movie, there's a three-way switch. Let me this Google is the, this. This is the kind Princess. of stuff that makes me wonder how I've never sold a script yet. Um, <laughs> but Hold on, I'm Googling. Princess three-way. I don't think. No, no. Princess yeah, switched no, to no. switch again. That. You did not okay, review what I just found on the internet. No. Nope. 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 Yeah. You went to a porn site this, there, but No, a, I said. This is an adult <laughs> So what what did you watch the first one or did you only watch the second so one? We watched the second one. The uh, first one came out a year ago and um Princess Switch 2 switched again uh came out this year. So <laughs> a lot of confidence there. When that first one was already getting shot, they were like, let's green light the second one, the third one, and the fourth I, one. I feel like there's gonna be a princess switched every year, and it's just gonna be like a new Fast and Furious franchise. Marie, oh listen. my gosh, Netflix. <laughs> On Netflix. Marie, I've just met you, or I, I don't want to make assumptions, but yeah, this is Matt Kelly's kind of thing. You know, like he does horror movie night. Geekscape is if you haven't listened to horror movie night, please do. Like they love these bad movies, but you seem like a nice girl. You seem like you what brought you into this life of enjoying these horrible things? <laughs> I don't know. So, like, like I said, the room was like kind of my gateway drug, but um, but I think overall, like, I just love trash movies and trash content because there's something so pure about making a product that just comes out so bad. Like the earnestness behind it makes it like so good. Ah, is there? You know? Besides Princess Switch birth uh, to three-way stuff, uh, is there any that, like, it it should be bad, but it is actually kind of good? Like, what is there any of those kinds of, like, shows or movies that are just, like, by all means, this title, this script, terrible, but actually came out not that bad? That movie's pretty tight. Um, so... Uh, so this episode isn't out yet, but I'm going to do uh, an episode on the reality show Blown Away on Netflix. Oh, yeah. The, like the glass, glass blowing. blowing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it sounds bad. It sounds <laughs> dumb. <laughs> but it actually isn't that bad. It's about the art form, right? Of like glass, glass blowing. blowing. I, yeah. I and it's like a, com- it's a competition show. Oh, I didn't know and that. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like trying to mash up America's Next Top Model and Glass. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's watch, one thing we need more of. Right? I'll watch the glass blower like all day. I could just sit there and watch like, what are they going to make? What are they going to make? What are yeah, they going to make? It's so I'll cool. watch that stuff all day. I, I don't know, competing for romance? Yeah, th- throw it up. Like, I'll do it. Um, now, on the Adam Sandler podcast, and I'm guessing Adam Sandler is still making stuff. He has more stuff coming out. He uh, is. We're just like up to date with everything he's done. Okay. So um, do you give movies like Uncut Gems a fair shake, even though they have Adam Sandler in them? But yes, yes. So we we will watch on um, Adam Sandler. Please stop. We watch all Adam Sandler content uh, <laughs> or have, and um, we also have had subsequent seasons where we've watched um, all of Kevin James movies, all of Rob Schneider's movies. Uh, we did all the SNL films. Nice. So <laughs> I have seen. So much, much. shit. So, earlier it's question. truly astounding. You seem like a nice girl. Uh, <laughs> Marie. I love this. Like, before the room happened, were you, like, what, what, who, what were you? No, <laughs> let me, and, and forgive me, because I will answer for you. I guarantee it's all the years of watching bad comedy and all the skits. It's that. It's that and I, I guess I've kind of always had sort of like a, a twisted <laughs> sense of humor. Sure. Um, and it's funny that like the little um, Oscar the Grouch like image is uh, what you used for me today because when I was a little kid, I loved Oscar the Grouch. Like I love that he was mean. I love that he was a grump. I love <laughs> that he loved trash. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Marie, you and I, we are simpatico, as they say. Like, yeah. I get you, kid. I get you. And I'm kind of like that to this day. Like, if someone's a grump to me, it just makes me love them even more. <laughs> yeah. So that's how you met Matt Kelly. Matt Kelly is, I, I beat up on Matt Kelly here on Geekscape, but it's like a brotherly beat up because Matt is the most optimistic, sweet, sincere person that I know. And got, he's, I, so like, I found him, he just was a fan of Adam Sandler, please stop. And he would like write into us all the time. Aww. <laughs> and we would read his stuff on the show, like just his feedback on the show. Um, and that's how we kind of like became friends. That's how um, Matt became Geekscape. That's how he became the head of content. How it happened. He heard like the third episode of Geekscape. And was like, I thought it was pretty cool. And then yeah. we just started talking online. And then so what I'm trying to say is cut the cancer out now before it spreads. That's what I'm trying wow. to say. Because this oh, kid I need will him. get in there and he will become a, uh, just trust me, he's going to, nope, nope, you got to <laughs> stop now. Don't, don't like block him on social media. Like stop returning his messages when he says, hey, Jonathan needs a guest. You know what? I can do without a guest. We don't need you to talk to him. I'm kidding. I love that. He Ugh. is. He is a kid brother to me. Uh, I do love him. I love him a lot. And so I'm what, glad you're here. What would you classify as something that is unwatchable? Um, oh, so I've seen a movie called Fart the Movie. And unfortunately, I've seen it <laughs> How many times? Uh, two to three. Some of, them, some of it I blocked out. <laughs> Well, I mean, was what's unwatchable, but you watched it two or three more times. Like, well, it was so bad that I needed to show other people. <laughs> you really are sadistic with this. This is amazing. Plot You're twist. like, not only will I be he not enjoying is, this, you won't either. Thing that will spread. It, it, it was <laughs> not Matt Kelly. We should be warning people about. It's, it's great. Yeah. He's calling from inside the house. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's some. Uh, I mean, not to you know 
pimp forward in the in the no, episode. No, please, there's that's a new type of that's a new type of time travel. It's pimp oh. forward. <laughs> you haven't been pimped yet. Like, you will be pimped. I have some definite like Agnes from Wandavision. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a witchy bitch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We got Marie. Okay. So one thing that we didn't predict uh, last week, Geekscapus, Katie and I were talking with our guest Grant Party about the Nintendo Direct that we were all excited about. And it was Zelda's 35th anniversary, which it actually is on the recording of today's episode. Wow. We were like, oh, my God. Happy birthday, Zelda. has to do something awesome for Zelda. And can I just tell you that... um, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't do a no. thing. They didn't go do a goddamn thing. No, what they did was like, oh, maybe they want a shiny version. No, of you know like what they the did. Worst Zelda game <laughs> okay. of all time. I, I wouldn't call Skyward it the worst. It, it, well, what what's worse than Skyward Sword? Link two, <laughs> or the CD ROM Link? Oh, uh, the adventure. The adventure of a Link. First off, this? I'm not. I'm not <laughs> counting the CD ROM Link. That's not okay. a Nintendo product. The <laughs> Adventures of Link is That's terrible. There's at least a sense of exploration in the Adventures of Link. It's not a fetch quest like this one. This Zelda sure. image has like the season one RuPaul's Drag Race like filter on it. No, that's, that's nice. HD. Oh, like, that's fun, fun fact: I was almost on RuPaul's Drag Race or the the where they glow up oh. women. <laughs> yeah, I was almost Katie. on that. Someone yeah. in reality TV was like, "We're gonna take Katie and we're gonna try and glow her up." How dare they? You're, <laughs> you're glown, baby. Oh, thank you're you. Oh, thank you. I've been glown. But yes, I, I was also a very hot mess when I in my early 20s. Oh, those Still oh, in. The heroin years. Who wasn't? Oh, uh, yeah. The heroin years. Yeah. When heroin I shot years. up a lot. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. Who wasn't shooting and scooting. <laughs> that, that was my motto. <laughs> it's funny that Marie didn't discover you, Katie. Like, yeah, all that trash. Be like, oh, it's Katie. Yeah. It's Katie in yeah. a bag right now. Help? She's yeah, separate bags. Wow. Speaking of bags, uh, yeah, no, this game. Look, they released this on the twenty fifth anniversary. It was a great game. It was an okay game. Mm. Listen, here's the thing that I loved about it. They had so many different items that were different. Like the weapons were super cool. They were different. They were unlike any of the other ones in the games. Um, I also really loved the art on this. I thought it was great that we actually had voiceover actors in this game. Was it the best? No. Did we need it again 10 years later? No. (laughs) There's one thing, too, that I think that this game deserves credit for, and it is like the earliest point on the any Zelda timeline. It is the it is the origination of a lot of the Zelda lore. It is because everyone has been trying to connect it in so many different ways. This game really is the game that brought us Hyrule Historia, which was the book that basically solidified the timeline. And let's be real. I've done much research on this. They never intended an actual timeline. This is what I said last week. This is what I've been saying for forever. Like they never actually. So they were just like, you know what? Why don't we have a Genesis story? And boom, Here's this. I guess I should put it this way. Um, it, it's just, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to give Skyward Sword three positive things. Okay. The motion control combat I thought was fun. That was cool. It was perfect for the Wii. Two, there was a, the last dungeon in the game is like a mirror dungeon. And it was pretty creative because you had to like figure out that you're in certain parts of the dungeon, you were in a mirror version of other parts of the dungeon. So you had to really use your brain in a different way to, <laughs> 
to kind of get through the note to navigate that one. And I also think that the last fight was actually a lot of fun and the best fight in any Zelda game. Well, one and of let, the best fights in any and Zelda let me, games. You just had to go through a fetch quest to get there. Let me also add on to the fact that Zelda actually fought in that game. It was finally a game where she Zelda, the main title character, was active and not just like, Link, be careful. Though Breath of the Wild is still the best game. Um, in Breath of the Wild, as an example, there were lots of times in any Zelda game where you'd see something far off and you'd be like, I wonder how to get that. Maybe there was it was it was part of like a maze that you had to figure out how to get through the maze to get an item. In in the most recent Zelda Breath of the Wild, it, maybe you'd see something glinting on like a mountain or you'd see a mountain or you'd see something and be like, I wonder if I can get there. At no point in Skyward Sword is there anywhere that you could just say, I'm going to free roam and figure out how to get to that yeah. cave where there might be an item. There's a freaking sword that literally will start to hum where you, when you point it where you need to go. And there's no sense of discovery, no sense of exploration in the entire game. It just felt like a fetch quest. Um, and so that is why it's my least favorite. At least in Adventures of Link, you have that overworld map there. You explore different temples, different towns, and you try and explore a little bit. But this one has zero exploration. It does not work for me as a Zelda game. Why mm-hmm. Nintendo would bring it back, I think it's because they had to bring something back. It's yeah. 35th anniversary of Zelda. Uh, do we get... I mean, it really means that we do not get Breath of the Wild 2 into 2021. That looks like a no, 2022 title. not at all. I mean, they they even said that we're like, we're sorry, we have no news on this. We're working hard, which I get. The pandemic, it's it's stopped up a lot of production. You know, like there's video games. Not well, some some video games, yeah, know. yeah. Um, I mean, you can't do everything remotely all the time. It's it's got to be tough. So you got to change all your operations. Go ahead. I got a question for you. Tell me. Just think about this. Uh, is Breath of the Wild two? Knowing that by the time it comes out, to, to the game, the the system will be. Five years old is Breath of the Wild two the last major title on the Switch? Switch? That's a great question. I don't know. I think they're probably going to come out with the newer version with the Switch before then. Who knows? Um, or it's going to be on a completely different platform. I'm not sure. I, I should hope it's on the Switch because I have it near me all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you listeners, I just showed it because it's literally underneath she just, my... She just like casually flashed, <laughs> just flashed it. it. <laughs> like a black like a card at a restaurant. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm putting this on this... my Switch. Yeah. Well, Jonathan goes off on this stupid diatribe for the next 20 minutes. I can play yeah. a little bit of Animal Crossing. I mean, I... you know, you, you got things I, to say. So. I think the good guess is that Wind Waker did have a version i mean let's see uh gamecube, wind waker. GameCube version of wind waker mm-hmm. that also uh let, well i'm trying to think of zelda games that bridge systems and twilight princess was the one that was the wii and the wii u in the game in the gamecube oh so okay it was a wind waker version on gamecube it came right. out later and right. then twilight princess came out on or no uh breath, breath of the wild, of the wild on the Switch and on the Wii U. Wii U. Mm-hmm. So I think that Breath of the Wild 2 might be a bridge game that is on the That would be cool. Switch I and I would be night. I would be down for that. Um but Marie, for... have you have you been ever interested in like video games or anything? Well I was just saying Katie that Here's... they definitely said a statement that the next system is going to be totally different than the Switch. So I don't even know Makes what sense. that would be. It's probably going to be just like a standalone system where you just plug it into your TV. Like, you you have to stare at rocks until they move. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Marie, are you at all into video games at all? 
So here's here's my thing. Um, I've never played uh, the Zeldas, but um, it I would be interested in playing this if it was kind of like a Zelda and a Banjo Kazooie okay. crossover. Okay, I'm into this. I'm this, so into this. Keep this going. Image, uh, is Keep really, going. It's really com- reminding me of Kazooie. And for those who are oh, perhaps yeah, the bird. too young to remember, uh, Banjo Kazooie <laughs> is a, a game on Nintendo 64. It uh, <laughs> starred a, a bear and a bird. And uh, they were trying to save Banjo, the bear's sister, from a witch. From a witch. And uh, <laughs> the dialogue was incredible because it was just noises. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Hawk Marie. Yes, <laughs> you're on Geekscape. You don't need to introduce Banjo Kazooie to any of I, I don't know. Maybe there's like a a 20 year old being like, "What's that?" Uh, I guarantee you, there's not. But yeah, nope. no, totally. <laughs> there's a 40 year old man that is like, "Yeah, baby, you're speaking my language." <laughs> yeah, I I loved me and my siblings loved banjo kazooie and we still to this day will like do their voices like nice. <laughs> each other like banjo is, is like hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> yeah that's and, uh, like when my oh this is so mean but i'm gonna say it anyway like when my mom's like nagging on us we'll do mm-hmm. the witch noise like rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Oh, I love uh, that so hard. Yeah, we'll just we'll just whip out the noises any oh there's like also oh there's like the skeleton guys and they're like yep. oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just randomly throw a banjo kazooie noise in any conversation and it's like shorthand for me and my siblings. Like, oh yes, ikamokum. Like <laughs> <laughs> didn't Banjo Kazooie have like a sequel or a Kickstarter project that was like a supposed to be like a spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie? Because I don't think I've played Banjo Kazooie since college on that N64. But I well, it's it, so it was at least I think it was on the Game Pass. It so you can play it on Xbox now. Um, which <gasps> you was, can, yeah. So if you have the Game Pass, you can totally play it on Xbox One or Xbox oh. Series X or whatever you have. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, now I'm, I don't have a, a single game console, but maybe I'll go get one now. <laughs> <laughs> I just sold you on an Xbox One. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think what we need to do is find all the trash games. Oh, that's what, so that's what like, I was getting to. Yeah, like have what like trash games? I don't know, Jonathan. Like you could maybe help me out on this one, but like what what games are just like absolute trash that you maybe have played? Well, the thing know. with like the trash games is that like you can just turn them off. On a movie, I think that sure. if Marie's wired like I am, you're like, you know what? It's you only have to two keep hours. Going. Yeah, it's only an hour and a right. half. I'm gonna yeah. force myself through it. Maybe I'll see something insane. I'm gonna keep watching this movie. With a video game, if it's unsatisfying for the first 10 minutes, you just throw it that way. Like, yeah. you're just like fuck this game. I'm done. <laughs> Because like the ET game, you're not going to suffer through the ET game. <laughs> ET game is like a torture device. Yeah, it's unplayable in every way. You don't know what's <laughs> happening in that game, and I think there are games like that. I think I think the equivalent would be at like the height of the Wii when it, there was just shovelware everywhere and people were just making games left and right. I think that's kind of like what we should put Marie through. Uh, oh in early gosh, Geekscape, we had a thing called the Gauntlet, Marie, and the Gauntlet was where we'd get together. And do an overnighter watching like five, six movies in a row. And oh, no, no, no movie could be the same genre. And no movie could be good. But you'd get a sci-fi, a horror, a fantasy film, a ninja film. And you just kind of get these four or five films, five, six films in a row. 
bunch That's of so stuff many movies. Yeah. yeah. Were you just like in delirium by the There's end? There's a reason it's called a gutlet. <laughs> it's not supposed to be easy. And you're not supposed to like you, you can't tap out. If you fall asleep, there's markers to draw on your face. Like there's oh man. for not making it through the gauntlet. But by the end of the gauntlet, we were fucked up. Like, like our <laughs> brains didn't work. Not only did our physical body, not only like physically did we feel ill, mentally. Mentally, you made Ill. yourself ill. <laughs> we're watching these terrible movies. And you know what? I can't wait for the pandemic to be over because I think we should bring back the gauntlet la yeah. i think it's time to get the gauntlet back going katie you're coming to the gauntlet baby oh man you're gonna draw all over my face i fall asleep at like 8 p.m oh. during a movie or a tv show I, now I, I, I can watch something good and fall asleep like i go i could be watching anything and fall asleep i know i'm an old ass man you yeah you've just been listening to me for 15 years i used to be able to do the gauntlet can i do it again i think i'm gonna have to fucking train for it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I think I would have to just train caffeine, caffeine. No, I, I, how would we train for the gauntlet? I think that I would just. I watch. gotta make it through two bad films tonight. They can't yeah. be the same genre. Yeah, a third. I think I would just sit there and lock. I think I would have to get. I think I'd have to lock my face in place. Do like the eyeball open thing. Oh my gosh! Like, from like uh, Clockwork Orange, like right. eye, and then just watch torture films. Oh my god! I'll get you an app like uh, normal TV viewing to Gauntlet K. There you go. The training app for the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Geekscape uh, gauntlet app. I like it. Yeah. I think that Marie has to have a programming in judge position on any of the gauntlets that we throw. She's the one, she's the connoisseur of trash. And what's funny is, this is no secret uh, if you've been listening to Geekscape for a long time, but Matt Kelly's first nickname on Geekscape was the, I think the connoisseur of all that was shit or like the expert <laughs> of all that, because he just loves these movies. He loves them. <laughs> he loves the bad movies. You geeks gave us who listen to horror movie night. Know that they put themselves through some real bad ones. Um, and right as you're uh, losing hope for humanity, can I just say like, can we move on to the Mars perseverance, making it? Oh, to yeah. 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 This happened. Oh, Matt Kelly just re- corrected me. He says, I was the proprietor of all that is shit. Yeah. He collected uh-huh. That's Matt. I love him so much. Um, well, let's talk because Mars, uh, the Mars Perseverance. We we had a one large leap for AI and the robotics that will ultimately replace us. We got a uh, lander on Mars along with like a drone, right? Like, what is this Mars Perseverance thing? I, I think... <laughs> well, it's many years in the making. They finally launched it. Um, it's finally landed. And apparently there was, uh, there's been a ton of video footage. There was even a video with sound that was given. It was just kind of like a light wind. It's very eerie. Yeah. Uh, yeah the it's- sound of Mars sucks, but <laughs> everything else is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. What if they could land it and they were like, hey, let's hear what it sounds like. And you're this, ack, 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 from Mars attacks. I would be so fucked. <laughs> so, you, so there's wind on Mars. Obviously, there's an atmosphere. Um, but is there anything else? Like, I, I see a lot of rocks, and I'm not a scientist. I know that scientists can find rocks and be like, "Oh my God, this means blank, blank, blank," and they can take samples and be like, "Oh, this means da 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 da." And I just am like, "Oh, there's rocks." Yeah, it's just a whole lot of rocks and uh, <laughs> yeah, dry, it's pretty- dry, like arid terrain. Like when you do the view of it, it kind of feels like how I felt about looking at Arizona when I grew up there. I was just like, this is just a desolate wasteland with no water. And are there I mean, less, it's cool. 
Are there less racists on Mars, or are they just about? I there are. Oh, so <laughs> I think so. Uh, I mean, per yeah. capita, they didn't haven't found any life yet. So fingers crossed that so somewhere not, not unlike some parts of Earth. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. My goodness, trust me, I grew up there. Yeah, I mean, sadly, Mars is basically like the future that Earth has if we like continue on the path we're on. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's good to do some research. <laughs> right. How can anything survive here? Because this will be the yeah, this yeah. will be the future of Earth. Sure. So we're looking at a future Amazon rainforest right now. Is what is happening? I mean, that's probably what it is. It's probably what the Euphrates looked like, right where that photo is that you've got right there. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's interesting because like if you see like some of the like fog or whatnot, it's not like actual like water or precipitation. It's actually gaseous matter. <laughs> um, I forget what gas it is, but it, like it's very eerie because at certain points there's like these big like indents in the in the landscape um and it looks like it's just kind of like overrun with this fog but it's not it's like this gaseous thing that's kind of overrun it and then some parts it looks like there's water but it's not it's just like this rippling sand that's just never been touched Uh, yeah yeah it's insane um and and this gas like you're like oh i'm gonna get some water and it just burns your skin and you die i mean we can't land there (laughs) but i think they're working on it though it sounds like they're actually working on a crew trying to get um a couple of humans up on that planet and then what do you do you get some like algae or like some like lower life forms to start kind of like well, living there and the creating... fascinating thing is that like there's no like bacteria there because like nothing really can can survive there so sure. like they have to like sanitize all the instruments all the things that are landing on there um they find covid they land and they're like oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. This COVID. COVID was training for them watching the perseverance. oh shit oh, that shit. bat was like you see it wasn't me Wipe yeah. it down with Lysol before it lands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Katie, you were saying before I said something stupid as hell. I don't know. I, like, I can't. You, you can't number the amount of times that that. <laughs> <laughs> I lost count, but and no, it's a completely sanitized or needs to be sanitized yeah. landscape. Because you don't want to bring like the mac- the bacteria or any of the stuff that we have here on Earth and just Hello. like Where put it on a planet, but. Yeah, that's Some of the reason uh, that it like past missions like uh, Cassini, like photographing Saturn, mm-hmm. um, they destroyed Cassini because they didn't want like if they just let it d- like die and keep orbiting, it could basically contaminate other places if it like landed or like touched other asteroids. So they basically oh. just like destroyed it in Saturn's atmosphere to make sure it wouldn't like contaminate anything. Well, how are you going to get venom if that happens? Like how is the venom (laughs) symbiote going to come and turn me into like venom? If that, if I don't get like venom from outer space, speaking of speaking of trash movies, have you seen venom? I haven't. Oh, yeah. that might be a good one for Ooh. you to watch. Yeah, if you want to start talking Geekscape, you got to get on that Venom. Venom is... <laughs> Let me write that down. Man, yeah. Venom. You're going to love... <laughs> Note taking. You're going to love that Venom. venom. <laughs> okay, hey, kids, yeah. hey, kids, if you watch the Venom... <laughs> Hey kids, get around. We're watching the venom. Hey kids. You know what kids like? They like the venom. (laughs) Remember how we monitored all that stuff about Saturn? 
Let's hey, Venom. If you like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, you're going to love the Venom. <laughs> the Venom. <laughs> yeah, it's it's called the Venom from now on. Because when I watched that movie, being a longtime comic book fan, that was no Venom, Katie. Let me tell you. That was, that, that was no Venom. Weird. Like, Everybody was so excited before that movie came out. Everyone was like, this is going to be great. Everyone well, had such high hopes. No. Sony was pretty excited once that movie came out because it made a zillion dollars because people were like, I got to go see that Venom. Right. Uh, but comic fans were, no, that was not. Not happy that, about that it. Was not your, that was not your Venom. Yeah. Um, but Andy Serkis is directing the second one, so I'm always excited because he's oh. awesome and talented. So, That's yeah, cool. Andy, we'll see. I mean, I, I think I actually had like a a dream that I was watching Venom 2 and talking to Andy Serkis about it. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a premonition of a future. Ah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, you know what, as I'm always hopeful when a new superhero movie comes out, I'm like, Oh, yeah. maybe they'll, maybe they'll get to it and maybe it'll be pretty, pretty good. Cause you know, Ang Lee's Hulk. I was like, Ang Lee, James Seamus, a brilliant cast of actors. What can go wrong? Oh, no. Oh, a lot, oh. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, wow. Okay, Marie, oh. if you haven't te- dipped your toe into the terrible <laughs> superhero universe, um, those those can be pretty bad. I don't know if yeah. that's even going to be enjoyable trash. Uh, what yeah. are the terrible superheroes? The Venom. Uh, the, besides Venom. the Venom. Grena, uh, Green Lantern, that's a terrible one. Uh, oh, okay. I, you literally are taking notes, and I'm so I excited know. about this. <laughs> Oh man, what's another good terrible? Oh, excited. isn't that the first Hulk bad? That's what I said. That's, yeah, that's the, the one. Angley yeah, the Angley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's why we got a different Hulk for all the, the actual Avengers. The Fantastic, Fantastic Four. But they didn't yeah. even want to go back and do the Hulk movies. They're just like, okay, he's a guy. <laughs> he's a guy, and he's the, here. He's a guy. He's green. The crazy thing about the Hulk <laughs> movies is. Um, Universal owns the Hulk movies and That's Disney right. has to Disney has to play ball as long or Universal has to be a part of it as long as it's a Hulk standalone film, which is why the Ed Norton Hulk film happened at Universal, even though it's part of the MCU technically. Oh. Uh, and so because of the because of the whole old NBC Incredible Hulk TV show, Lou Ferrigno, Universal NBC is still a part of NBC Universal is still a part of the Hulk license. And as long as they, the Hulk keeps getting made, Universal gets a piece of it. But um, I'm drawing the, yeah. the oh theories. yeah, totally. That's why you're not. That's why you're not going to get a standalone Hulk movie is because yeah. Universal and not I Disney see. would make a lot of the money off of it. But Hulk can be a part of the Avengers movie. There's only one other superhero that Universal has the strict rights for other than the Hulk. It is. Namor the Submariner. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> Namor the Submariner is like Aquaman in the Marvel universe. Uh, oh, gotcha. So the he's Submariner. Namor's okay. So you got your Mariner. Yeah. 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 Your Submariner. I mean, you've got your Marines and you got your submarines, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, go, it works. They go under the Marine layer. It was the 40s. <laughs> I mean, it was the 40s, and he fought. But, there is nothing. There is nothing more heroic than a name with a qualifier sub. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That implies that there's a dom. Mariner. Oh, a Tom Mariner. He's a Tom Mariner. So, uh, yeah, what's funny, I mean, the thing is, Marvel's going to no doubt make an, a Fantastic Four movie now that they have the Fantastic Four in house. And there's going to be a Fantastic Four movie 
Namor is a pretty big character in this in the Fantastic Four universe. So I don't know how they're gonna do it. Maybe they're gonna have to play ball again, but will it be trash? Well, we'll find out. We review all those things. And um uh to segue into Geeks Gabus, let's talk a little bit of WandaVision because there's gonna be spoilers if you haven't watched episode seven of WandaVision. Uh we're gonna talk about it right now. So this is the time to we're gonna put on your spoiler hats. Because there's going to be a little bit of a spoiler for talking about episode seven of WandaVision. See, we can talk some superheroes. Yeah. Okay. Do you think they're all uh, gone? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I got to. I got to throw it up. Geeks Cabus, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. Uh, but yeah, here Geek let's talk about WandaVision episode seven spoilers since we're talking superheroes anyway. Marie, I don't know if you Tell are a, a comic book fan or versatile. I don't even know if you've seen all the MCU movies because they seem to be pretty quality and that, <laughs> that may not be up your alley. So uh, what do you think's going down in this uh, West Haven town? Um, okay. So let me, let me just preface this by saying uh, I was not a huge Marvel gal until recently. Um, I kind of started like later with the Marvel's films and then I worked back. Uh, I actually, I mean, for a time I was pro snap because I just find, I found a lot of the Marvel people just really insufferable. I get it. Uh, okay. I didn't appreciate what uh, the Hulk did to that uh, made up African nation, just freaking destroying <laughs> an age of Ultron. That was not cool. Uh, and for a while I was pro snap because I just was annoyed. I was annoyed by them. Um, but I'm no longer pro snap. Um, I've, I've watched them a couple times. <laughs> and I get why the snap is bad. Um, <laughs> You've been reformed on the snap. Uh, okay, fine. I'm reformed, on the, I'm reformed on the snap. Uh, but so WandaVision was what made me want to go back and watch, um, Ultron, <laughs> Ultron and, um, Civil War, maybe. And Endgame. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Endgame. Just bounce around. It don't matter. Yeah, Honestly, I was, I was watch some Doctor Strange. That'll... I'm going to get a little of this, seen, a little I, of that. I had seen Doctor Strange before. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of, like, completing my Marvel education now because cool. WandaVision is so good. And... Um, I'm just so excited about Katherine Hahn. Like, I oh, know, right? So Freaking, like, oh, she's so good. When was the first time, do y'all recall the first time y'all saw Catherine Hahn? For me, I think it was in a David Wayne film. I think. Ooh, David, which one? Uh, David Wayne did a movie where, and it had. I love David Wayne. It had Jennifer Aniston in it and Paul Rudd, and they go and they live on like a, not a, what are they, like a commune. They leave the city. They live on a commune. I think it's a David Wayne film. It's definitely the whole David Wayne group of actors, right? Oh like yeah, I know what movie you're talking about. And Catherine I think Hans it's called like it. Wanderlust. It's called something. Wanderlust. That's exactly. Oh, the movie. I, I've never seen that movie. And that was the first time I saw Catherine Hahn, and I was like, "Yo, she goes for it." This is somebody who definitely came out of sketches, not skits. I remember <laughs> her from. How to lose a guy in ten days. Uh-huh. She was the quirky best friend, and I was like, "She is me. Yep. <laughs> I will never be an ingenue. <laughs> I will never be a leading lady." But that bitch right there. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I, I think she That's deserves me. the cult those status. Are the, those are the roles I need to go for. <laughs> yeah, she's getting the cult status now, big time. And I think she's deserved it for a long time because she's awesome. She's, she's amazing. Such she's a great career. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a career to be envied because, like, I mean, now she's getting, like, tons of accolades and, uh, you know, more, uh, I guess. Recognition. Recognition. But isn't it kind of better as an actor? I don't know. Maybe you guys don't feel this way. But, like, I think it's better to be able to, like, just have solid work but still yeah. have a life and not have, like, paparazzi or photogs or, like, you know, fucking E! News being like, oh, what is she wearing? Right, <laughs> right. Like, you just have solid work, like, going all the time. And I also believe beggars can't be choosers and most actors are beggars, so... We are beggars, and you know yeah. what? We're beggars I wasn't because... putting you in that group. You wouldn't have had a starring role in, in, in Las Vegas. No, I did not star. Yes, you did. I was a yes, guest. You, did. you were a star in Las Vegas. <laughs> nope. Yep. Uh, no, but I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, I feel like it's kind of the dream, especially for like a voiceover actress or some or an actor, uh, where it's like you can be recognized by your voice, but not necessarily by your person. So you can just mm -hmm. go shopping and go grocery right. shopping and yeah. not be bothered. Um, but Catherine Hahn, if she's not blown up uh after this i don't know what will blow her up because she has always been amazing i think i'm like thinking back i think maybe the first time i saw her was maybe stepbrothers i'm not sure oh, um, she was so good in stepbrothers but the thing that she was in more recently and i i am like shocked at how much i love these movies but the bad moms movies she's freaking amazing 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 <laughs> And it's been confirmed that the song that's sung at the end of the episode of this WandaVision episode, she sang. Yes. Uh, oh, you can tell. You can tell. You too. can totally tell. You can totally tell. And it's fantastic. Like, you always knew that, like, she could probably sing and maybe, like, do a two-step here, there, or whatever. Oh, um, I'm kind of shocked that, like, she was never on SNL. Like, I, I feel like that would have been right up her alley. Maybe she will be now. She could do some of those skits, yeah. I, but, <laughs> I, I she was definitely in that world, like kind of yeah. circling yeah. with like uh, the Kristen Wiggs and the Will right. Ferrells. I think she was in that like Groundlings world, and that makes basically sense, yeah. just started getting cast as like quirky best friend in actual right. like Hollywood stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, like Melissa McCarthy kind of had that route too, where she had she been. Did. She auditioned for SNL. She'd been called in mm -hmm. a bunch of times, didn't get it, but then like got on Gilmore Girls and right. Kind only of because um only way. because uh oh uh alex Bruce, was that her name uh she was the original suki on uh gilmore girls but she actually ended up taking mad tv and that's when they brought oh, in God. melissa mccarthy yes. yeah yes. yeah and which and uh is it alex Burris? she's uh marvelous miss Maisel. What what is her name short alex Bor borstein borstein yes. yes yeah fantastic actress as well um, great and marvelous Miss Maisel. Um, but yeah, she apparently she had gotten an offer at the same time that she was shooting the pilot. And there's still footage of Alex Bornstein uh, playing the role of Suki on Gilmore Girls. Um, it, it's it's interesting. It's different. Uh, Suki's a little bit more harder because that's just Alex right, Bornstein's style. Yeah. But, you know, Melissa McCarthy just brings it to freaking life. But yeah, anyway. I, think, I think Catherine is in that same... Uh, class of that makes sense yeah 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 so what is your prediction for what we saw this week on i don't have a ding dang clue i, don't, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't read a single 
I haven't read a single comic book. I don't know anything about the outside characters. This is the first time I've ever heard of uh, Agatha. Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love Agatha. I love her song. It was Agatha. Oh, well, I don't think it loved her that much in the comics because in the it's this is a better version of Agatha Harkness. Agatha She's Harkness I love for like the long history of Marvel Comics was like a witch she definitely mm -hmm. like trained wanda in some of the storylines she trained wanda but mainly again she's a fantastic four character you know yeah. like the submariner she's a fantastic four character and uh and she was like like nurse she would like help around the house with franklin richards because like mr fantastic and sue storm had a kid franklin richards but he obviously had superpowers because two members of the fantastic four are his parents and so he needed like a special caretaker and that was Agatha Harkness. She had a little she bit of magic. She was a nanny? She was a bit of a nanny. And yeah. there were storylines a... where she did help. Like there are a lot she of storylines where, um, where Wanda was having a little bit of trouble with her chaos magic and controlling them. And, you know, so here we go. We go to Mount Wondegore and Agatha helps Wanda get her control of her powers again and stuff like that. So she was a, a character that involved wanda a lot but mainly she was a, a a good character every now and then she'd be a bad character because hey witch is gonna witch but this is the version that i think that people are gonna enjoy just like the like the vulture in the spider-man homecoming to me is the best version of the vulture that we've seen the michael keaton version because yeah. the one on the comics is like an old man like tombs yeah. is like an old man who runs around like ben kingsley like, but like, but like more frail than Ben Kingsley, and uh, and this is the perfect version of Agatha Harkness. I think she's a villain and she's a witch. I still, I still think we have a couple more surprises in store. We've only got like what two more episodes, and they're supposed to be pretty big, hour long, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I think. I think because we keep mentioning Fantastic Four, I think something's going to happen with that. I do think that there's still more surprises in store. I love that Catherine Hahn was revealed as Agatha Harkness. I think there's still something else. You think there's a bigger oh, bad? I think there's either a bigger bad, there's either a bigger bad, or there's just some, there's one other piece going on that we still haven't figured out yet. Okay. So is, so the questions I have are, tell me, um, we've, we've got, Characters on the inside now that know what's going on, right? I love Monica Rambeau. I love what they're doing with, like, I think the character's name is Photon, Proton. These, well, that, that have, like, character, yeah. Person. Yeah. And I love that they put her in the states, costume, yeah. right? Right. I love that they put her in the costume. She can be, she's a version of Captain Marvel. Like, she's been Captain Marvel in the comics. Monica Rambeau's ready to kick some ass. Got it. Uh, Pietro, Quicksilver, is he reanimated corpse? Because we saw in the episode ago Please. that he has the bullet holes from Age of Ultron. Even though it's a recasting, is Pietro but it's, dead? I, I think it's a re recasting because it's a it's an illusion. It's an illusion, so there's Michael. There's no Pietro. I don't think there is a Pietro. I think it's okay. interesting because it's the Fox's version, version sure. of Pietro. So I think that's... I, but like... Also, what was the um, the um, the the um, the commercial again? We got to be paying attention to those stinking commercials, mm -hmm. like, which was so fantastic that commercial because it was like a depression the drug. Deal, right? yeah. yeah, that was so fun. 
I, I well, honestly, this one was a depression. This week's was a this depression was, drug. The depression one, which we, I legitimately thought we were watching an episode of TV, and I was like, "Oh, great, we should probably mute this." And then I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, this yeah, is not real." Nexus, 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 which is thank you, a, thank you very much. Um, which is a point at which you know the multiverses connect, and we already know that Wanda is kind of a nexus for all of okay. these. So the fact that we have a Fox version of Pietro coming in, even though it's an illusion, I think that it's like the multiverses are starting to clash in. Words. Is he going to stick? So I'm trying to think of like what is going to so. stick. Okay, so Pietro might not stick. The kids are going to stick. I'll tell you the kids are going to oh, stick. Oh yeah, they have to. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, will Vision stick? No. I don't okay. think so. You think okay, so even though uh, managers and agents in Hollywood got notices that they're casting season two of Wandavision, I know like, what is that? That I'm so fascinated by. Maybe that. it won't. Maybe it won't be called Wandavision when all is said and done. But the spoiler is that there's going to be a second season, quote unquote, of Wandavision because notices went out to agents and managers that they're going to start casting soon, and mm. uh, to start yeah. prepping their talent. And I think, and I know that in, I know in Doctor Strange, the sequel to Doctor Strange. The, t- the kids that play Bob, uh, Billy and Tommy are in that film. So they're, they're cast in there. Okay. M- my best guess is that we're going to see Benedict Cumberbatch maybe in episode eight or nine helping to get this whole thing under control. Well, and there there is we'll a commercial. See. Here's some spoilers. There is a commercial where you see the back of very briefly a silhouette, the back of what appears to be Doctor Strange, but it's from the actual Doctor Strange movie. Mark and I watched it this last weekend, and I forget what uh, yeah. commercial, commercial it was in in one of the earlier episodes of WandaVision. No, no, it's a commercial for WandaVision, and oh. it's like scenes from like next week's episodes or something. Ooh, um, I'm and of that, yeah. Yeah, probably best because they okay. do spoil some things sometimes, but like they, it's literally the shot from Doctor Strange, just him walking up some stairs. Um, I think right after he gets the uh, the cloak. Um, so it feels like we're probably going to see good old Betty boy. Yeah. So here we go. We got episodes yeah. eight or nine. Mm-hmm. They might, eight and nine, they, they might be an hour long. I don't know if that's like confirmed I or think, not. I think that it, I mean, but no. we've got. Potentially Doctor Strange teaming up with Billy and Tommy and whatever vision is going on here. And, and Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo to help Wanda expel um, Ag- Agatha. And uh, I got to ask you, like, we still got Sword on the outside. And what were their whole plans for Vision? Because I, I think Vision does stick because Vision was yeah. trying to be, they were trying to reanimate Vision prior to his so, abduction. So as a non-Marvel uh, connoisseur, connoisseur, uh, we're called nerds. uh, (laughs) As a non-Marvel nerd, uh, new to the franchise, so like, is is Vision uh, like is his corpse being (laughs) without the the Vision Stone just kind of like being puppeted by Wanda or by uh, Agatha, or what's how is this? How is well, he, he has his in, you know, he's kind of gotten his independence over the last two, three episodes. So, uh, yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> to all I, think, I, think, I think the answer is that whatever Sword was doing to him when Wanda came in and abducted his actual quote unquote corpse, 
which is a which was originally a corpse for Ultron, right? Ultron wanted to put himself in the Vision, yeah, yeah. Form. And so he's a th- he's a synthesoid. So there are parts of him that are quote unquote alive. So has Wanda replaced those living parts of the synthetic material that she that she took that Sword was trying to bring back to life? So Sword was trying to bring him back to life. The synthetic material. Uh, Wanda abducted him. There's something magical going on. Is it the same as? The, the the as Loki's stone, uh, I don't know. We're gonna find out, but uh, both well, he says that vision is kind of like uh, the new weekend of Bernie's, <laughs> you know, reanimate puppeting. A it kind of is, he yeah. kind of is. You, speaking of weekend at Bernie's, you know who else is being uh puppeted <laughs> and is not alive? Andrew McCarthy, uh, no, Prince Philip. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I Prince just thought we were, I thought we were going to stick to the weekend of Bernie's theme. <laughs> no, Prince Philip was was hospitalized and recently. And what you got to look at photos that that's not that's, that's not, not a live man. man. That's oh, a, that's that's necromancy. That's oh, a necromancy <laughs> person, and he's walking among. It us. makes me wonder how many of the Fox News hosts are actually still alive, or just dead inside. This is um, the worst I've ever seen. Wow! I, just okay. do, a, do a quick Google. Look at look at this photo. It's, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a deep fake. You know that yeah. they went six feet deep with that fake. <laughs> <laughs> six feet deep fake. Yeah, Geekscape. Is, I haven't been alive for several years, and I still continue to bring you the content here every uh, week. Uh, you know, Katie. Katie actually makes me feel again. So, she's, been, she's been an addition to the I'm, show. I'm your you. reality stone. <laughs> You're my reality stone. So, uh, Gabus, you know, that's just the way it goes. Uh, all right. So, Geeks Gabus, we got some missions for you until we see you next week. All right. Mission number one you are going to subscribe to I Love Trash on yes. whatever podcast you've got and listen to this Murray Maloney navigate the waters of filth. With you as a guest, okay? Let Marie yeah, be your guide. We're in it together, you know. Wade through that trash. It's like dumpster diving in audio form, and she's like your fellow, you know, hobo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that works. Okay. High praise, high praise. Yeah. So yeah. throw throw that podcast in your bindle and get to work. <laughs> uh, the other thing you're going to do is you're going to follow Marie on social media. She's Marie underscore Maloney. On Twitter, and uh, you know, just do a little Google, you'll find her cyber stalker like Matthew Kelly did, and maybe one day you'll be working with her like he is. <laughs> uh, you can also follow, follow Katie at L Sassy Pants. What's that? Because you know she's sassy. <laughs> My pants are so sassy. Yep, I'm, I'm going to follow her right now. Yep, you actually just already did. Tweet, tweet at her, show me your skits, and she'll be happy to oblige. Uh, and of course, we're Geekscape, you just search for Geekscape. Find us on any of your podcatchers. Geekscape, I would really love it if you told your friends to subscribe to the Geekscape podcast. We bring you people from across the Geekscape network. We are the nexus of the Geekscape. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I'm Wanda. I think I'm more like, uh, I'd like that delivery your vision. guy in every episode. I'm definitely not Vision. I, I am dead. <laughs> You're the I am, delivery guy. I am really dead, but I think I'm that delivery guy who's down there. I'm, cr- I'm clearly getting control. Love- I love the dude that was uh, cutting the hedges, and then he just yeah. kind of like messes up. Yeah, it keeps like... going. <laughs> I, you know what? In, in all honesty, I think that I'm most likely Sparky. Uh, and uh, oh. <laughs> you know, let's get some justice for Sparky. You can get justice for Geekscape by subscribing to Geekscape. Tell your friends about Geekscape. Leave us five star reviews because it really helps our visibility. And when people look up and they say, "Oh, Geekscape, what's that?" It's because you left a five star review or you recommended it to your friend and they subscribed. The more 
you do that, the more friends we can have, and then we can spread. All right. So that's a theme for today. Uh, the other thing I want you to do is go on Facebook, join the Geekscape group in the Geekscape page, find us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is what I want. And I want you to be back here next week for a new Geekscape. Marie, closing thoughts for our friends? Uh, just, uh, yeah, give me a listen. <laughs> give I Love Trash a listen. Uh, you know, follow more Geekscape shows. Uh, it helps us all. Let's all raise each other's shows up. Um, and thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Marie, you're amazing. And Big so great just to jumped in you. to say he's the beekeeper from the sewer. Yep. And uh, that bee's been propagating because the new edition of the show is Dan- Big Yanks' kid doing uh, the Baby Yanks uh, show with, with Katie. What Skits with Baby Yanks and then, then pranks pranks with Yanks. Pulling pranks, pranks with, with Yanks. Yanks. Baby like Yanks. That. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's run up the flagpole and see if Matt likes it. And then okay. uh, we'll put it on the feed. Okay. You know where to find it. Geekscape uh, for Katie and Marie. Geekscape forever, over and out. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.